to the Singled Out Podcast with Becky, Brenda, and Maria. Three single gals living it up in the Midwest. We will tackle raw, real-life topics that people face no matter what stage of life we're in. Our goal is to inspire you to strengthen relationships and build community so you can live your best life now. You're listening to episode 18 with our friend Monica, where we continue our conversation about communication, which is basically a girl's chat about mostly everything. We talk about communication differences between guys and gals, hints no one could read your mind. Stop overthinking and the importance of knowing your worth to know what you want. We hope this episode gives you some insights on how to communicate better with others. So if you could give one piece of advice or, I don't know, like one piece of advice you Mm -hmm. could give to someone single, someone who just recently got divorced or Mm -hmm. whatnot, or anyone of what you've learned, Mm -hmm. what would that be in In regards to communication? Communication? Yeah. Yeah, I think the one piece of advice I would give is just know yourself really take the time to know yourself because that is going to overflow to how you communicate to people knowing your worth you're going to know how to communicate to people and how to allow people to communicate to you knowing your emotions and how you process like i learned after my divorce i'm a huge outward processor so like knowing that about myself i know that i can talk to people and like process what i'm feeling so that i can effectively communicate to the person i need to talk to so yeah just knowing yourself knowing your worth and figuring out what your feelings are and getting in touch with them and don't be afraid to feel like if you're going through a divorce or separation or whatever like getting in touch with your feelings and not hiding it is going to serve you well in the next season of singleness and in the next marriage if that's what the lord has for you like really taking that time otherwise we're just going to continue to spew hate and bitterness and that is like literally cancer to the bones like bitterness is going to ruin every relationship that you have so if you don't deal with those feelings first that's what you're going to give off is bitterness anger disdain you know depression anxiety all those things so i think it's very important for us to get in touch with the feelings and process them out and sometimes it's ugly like it's not pretty to like go through disgusting horrible feelings like there was months of me going through my divorce of just like darkness like the sun is never gonna shine again and that's it but now like three years later like I love my life like I love my life and I'm so happy with what the Lord brought me out of and I communicate can communicate effectively because I went through everything that I went through and I processed it all and walked to the other side so yeah I do, yes. uh, Help with a singles ministry. Do you want? Can you tell us more about that? Yeah. So I have a blog. Um, It's at ariseblog1.wordpress.com, and I'm on Instagram just at the Arise Blog, and it has links and everything on there. And then I help with a single mom ministry here called the Single Mom KC. So we have monthly pursuit events um, for single moms. So they get to come to a church, and churches all over Kansas City support us. And they get to have a family meal, and we have a message for the moms for uh, different subjects. So, uh, like self care, um, relationships, boys, all kinds of stuff. Um, we really focus on like the emotional healing of single moms in Kansas City. 
Um, yeah, so I get to be on the leadership of that. My job title is Hope Ambassador, which is just like the best title ever. Cool. Like we just get to go around the community, tell people about what we do, and invite people to partner with us. So yeah, it's very rewarding and very exciting. So can you find find you guys online? Yeah, you can check us out on Facebook. It's just the single mom KC or the single mom KC.org and everything's on the website. We have a clothing boutique that's free for single moms. Um, and we're open I think like five to seven times a month and it's completely free. We have clothing like work clothes, workout clothes, bathing suits, accessories if you need anything and it's completely free. There's a kids room so you can bring the kids to shop and we really just wanna shower the moms with love and generosity and just know that they're not alone, that there's always someone there for them and that they'll get through it with the hope of Jesus. It's, it's amazing. I mean, maybe off the record, but I know a couple single moms that yes. really benefit from the camaraderie. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's what we thrive on. I, was, I met, like, my best friends there, like, literally my best friends in the whole world I met at a conference there. We have conferences, like, every year. Yeah, we have an event every single We have a backpack giveaway in August. So if you just tell them to like the Facebook page um, and just tell them, like, you can say Monica sent you or whatever. But we'll have an event and we'll have the backpack giveaway in August and then we'll have another pursuit. And so we have it the first Wednesday of every month. It's at a church in Kansas. And they, um, yeah, we have a meal together completely for free. And then the kids get to do something. The moms have, like, our founders phenomenal. Like, she was a single mom for 20 years, raised all of her kids. Like, when her husband left, her youngest was two and I think her oldest was, like, 14. And now, like, all four are serving Jesus. They're all adults. Like, she just did the thing, you know? And um, so it just overflowed from that and then started this huge nonprofit. And we, like, shower the moms. Like, at at our big events that we have, I mean, you're getting, like, I got free oil change. Last year, I got, like, a free haircut, color, and product at, like, a high-end, like, boutique. Mm -hmm. We are constantly giving free meals. I got to go to Starlight Theater twice this last season because we give out tickets. Like, we really want to just bless the moms in the area. So yeah, we know some moms. Yeah, absolutely. Just send them to us. Yeah, it's really awesome. Here's a real fun one. Oh, I don't know if it's fun. Oh, okay. Maybe not for us, but. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The communication between guys and girls, like the key differences and knowing the differences. Oh. That's something you think you would know right now. Yeah, yeah, like communicate, like the differences between them. Oh man, oh man. Well, I said I think men have a passive problem, so I feel like guys don't really know how to communicate. Like they, it's easier for them just to not communicate. I feel like I don't know. That's been my experience in the men. I always think though, if they're like super like like zoned and like interested, like mm-hmm. they want to be with you, they're like there's no yeah. problems. Yeah, because they're like one track minded, mm-hmm. right? So it's like. Yeah, that's very true, because I feel like men are very, they don't, like, they, what's that word? I can't ever say it. Yes, that's the word. Like, I feel like they do that, so if they're on that, then it's like, oh, I'm going to communicate. But I still don't feel like they're, I feel like women were so in touch with our feelings, so we're going to, like, over-communicate. We're like, you made me feel this way, and 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 that made me feel this way, and I reminded of this from last week, and blah, blah, blah. So it's like an over-communication problem, which is why I say, like, don't emotionally strip. Like, do not, it's... Collect your thoughts. Unpack every spot. Yeah, yeah, like it doesn't have to be this like word vomit thing on them because then I feel like it can be kind of intimidating for the guy because it's like all this information is coming at once when they're just like, I like you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. We're like, well, I like you, but I'm not really sure, but I'm trying to figure this out, and I'm working on this, and I'm working on my career, and this, How many kids do you want? Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. How many kids do you what want? What do you want to name I always ask guys, like, oh, what's the last time, like, you were dating a girl, and, like, what did you learn from it, and all these things, and they're just like, I like you. So, I think sometimes it's women, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I think sometimes we need to, like, so I say no emotional stripping, like, just rein it in a little bit. Talk to your girlfriends because they'll talk your ears off. Like you know, like have, have coffee and talk to them about it. But especially if you need an outward process, but maybe kind of figure out and process like what exactly you're feeling so that you communicate effectively. Because I think that things can get lost in translation when we want to say this little line, but there's all of this other stuff circling around it. And then the guy's like, "Wait, what? Like, so what you're saying is?" Because yeah, they don't see all your. Thoughts yeah, they cannot read your minds, guys. Expecting you to yes, say they, or me, yeah. No, and there's a lot of like reading between the lines. Like I think, just remember, men cannot read our minds, and they shouldn't have to dig through all of these extra words to get to what you're trying to say. Like I feel like men, because they're straightforward, they're gonna say things straightforward. So like, let's meet them halfway, guys. Like yeah. let's. Figure out how we're feeling, process how we're feeling, and then yeah. I like you too. When he said this, yeah. does he mean this, or could he mean this, or how? Oh, God. What do you think about that? Do like, not overthink <laughs> the overthinking. Guys are going to communicate. When if they're not like communicating. Me, do you like me, or do you like me like, to marry yeah. me? Do you want to like, have babies? Like, yeah. Do you like me? You know, like. Well, he said this, but did he really mean this? And I don't really know. Like, don't, don't overthink it. Way. No, he's like. Yeah, I'm gone. Most, <laughs> You're don't say anything, then, then that means something. That means something. That means they're not saying it. They're not saying it. They don't want to say it. Like if they're not saying it, they're not saying it. Yeah, don't exactly. Like don't overthink it and try to dissect it. Like oh, he really meant this. No, no, guys, he didn't. He said this. <laughs> Believe his words, yeah. and that's it. If he says he doesn't want to date you and he only wants to be friends, and then he asks you out to a group event. Don't dissect it and think that he wants to be with you. Like, right. I'm preaching to myself because I've done that in the beginning. Oh, maybe he does. In the beginning of singleness, a guy said that he didn't like me like that and he wanted to just be friends and then he invited me to dinner. It's confusing and he's a mess, right? But I'm like, oh, see, and I'm trying to dissect it. But he didn't. He just wanted to be friends. So, like, take their words and don't dissect. Because then we're going to drive ourselves crazy. We're going to go insane, trying to dissect it and trying to figure it out when he said what he wanted to say. Just believe them at what they say. If they say they like you, don't try to convince them not to. (laughs) (laughs) Don't change their mind. Don't try to change their mind by over-communicating. question uh you mentioned earlier about knowing what you want taking the time out like right now mm-hmm. your singleness or wherever, mm-hmm. what whatever season you're in to yeah. figure out what you want i thought i knew what i wanted mm-hmm. but apparently i don't mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep so I, I guess i'm learning on how to put it on paper or kind of kind of put it down to where i could actually verbalize it Mm. Like, mm-hmm. like I was sat down, like, hey, what, what do you want? Whatever, out of mm-hmm. a relationship, I'm like, I was during headlights. Mm, yeah, and I felt like I had to like spit it out all, all right then, you know, mm-hmm. lay it all on the table, yeah. put all the cards on the table, so to speak. And I was like, all I could say was like end game things, but mm-hmm. 
that's all I got. So for you, how, how did you go through that process? Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're probably going through that. Yeah, process. I feel like it's an ongoing process mm-hmm. for me. I really try to pray and invite the Holy Spirit into everything that I'm doing. Mm -hmm. So that goes with communication, dating, and all that, and figuring out what I want. I think there's, like, and I've had a friend be like, you know, there's just, like, the top things. Like, he has to, like, love the Lord. All right, but there's a whole lot more to dating and men than just that. Otherwise, I'm going to think I'm matching with, like, every single single guy. The Lord looks different to other people, too. So it's like, I want someone who serves the Lord, and we can serve people together, and... But that could be a whole other... Yeah. That can go... Yeah. Yeah. I think it is just kind of... And for me, like I said, it's it's an ongoing process for me of like what I want, how I want to be treated. But really, it, it's just prayer. Like it, for me, it was like a lot of prayer of like, how do I want to be treated? My first marriage was not terrible. I won't be like, oh, it was terrible. Like it wasn't terrible. I feel like in my head... Uh, like I said, I thought it was going to be this magical unicorn marriage and it wasn't. So then it was like, oh, well, it sucks. I don't think it was. I think there was things we both could have learned from. But now, being single again, it's like, okay, I know how I want to be treated. It's not this list of, like, I want a guy who has, like, dark hair and he's taller than me and he's built big and he's, you know, plays guitar. Like, it's not, I mean, I would like all those things. But, (laughs) like, those are all on the list. But it's more like, how is he treating me and realizing my worth. I have to know what I'm worth to know what I want. It's very important because if I don't know what I'm worth, then I'm going to settle for something that's less than because I don't think I'm, I'm worth it. So it's like, oh, it doesn't matter if he treats me bad or he doesn't call me back or he talks down to me or he, you know, says I'm fat or, you know, something like that. So I think it's really coming down to what, what am I worth? What does the father say that I am? Who does he say I am? And, and you know, maybe it's writing it down. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's just in your mind. I don't think my stuff is actually written down anywhere, but it's just knowing, like, I want to have somebody that my purpose can go along with his. So I probably should figure that out. Like, what is my purpose? You know? And I think that it can change in marriage because we're changing with age and we're changing with who we are and we're changing with how the Holy Spirit reveals things to us. But finding out what is my passion and what is my purpose now as a single person and someone's going to come along and compliment those things and so yeah I think it's just lots of prayer and lots of trying new things you know maybe it's serving somewhere in the church you know like do I like this oh wait I hate working with kids probably should not do that or you know whatever it is like it's just figuring out like okay this is my purpose this is my plan and asking the Holy Spirit to really speak to you that's what I think I think it's a lot of revealing things to me I don't think that it's this list of like he has to be you know physical attributes or anything like that but it's like is he following the bible like does he love the lord with all of his heart you know are we equally yoked is he does he have the fruits of the spirit what do i want do i want kids how many kids do i want like do i want to stay home do i want to have a career do i want to like all these things i think we we need to figure out as a single person because then what's going to happen? I'm going to have zero identity and I'm going to match up with my, whatever my husband's is. And that's exactly what I did in my 20s. I had no goal in life besides being a wife and a mom. So it was like I'm going to partner and just suck everything from my ex-husband. And that's what I did. I just sucked the life from him. He was my life source because I didn't have it. And we have to get the realization of I get my identity first and he gives me a plan and he gives me a purpose and then somebody comes along and compliments that. 
Otherwise, we're just going to be like, oh, I just want whatever he yeah, has. Energizing each other. Yeah. And, and feeding each other, not yeah. taking. So now yeah. I have, like, a list of, like, I want somebody who has a worshiper's heart. Like, that is important to me. Does he need to play guitar? No. I can't sing. I used to sing 100 years ago, but, like, I can't anymore. But my heart is towards worship and worshiping the Lord with all my heart and I want somebody who has the fruits of the spirit and who is walking in patience and self-control guys like (laughs) we need somebody who has self-control because that's not just about like sexual purity it is about how he's communicating to you if he's having self-control guess what when he's mad he's not going to yell because he has practiced self-control all right so we like to ask all of our guests what does it mean to you to live your best life now yeah. Ooh, so good. <laughs> to me, living my best life now is just walking out my calling. It's figuring out what I want to do and figuring out who I want to be and and having the realization and then the identity of being a daughter of God and walking out that. So um, that I'm walking out in confidence. So that no matter what I'm doing, whether I'm traveling, because you guys just did the traveling stuff yeah, I was listening right. to, it's like whether I'm traveling or I'm home playing with my kids, my confidence is in the Lord, and I know exactly who I am. So no matter what I'm doing, I'm living that best life and, and walking in that so that I'm, I'm just, you know, like the Bible says, like my face is just radiant. So that is it. Thanks for tuning into this episode. Come socialize with us on Facebook and Instagram or email us at the single dot podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, friends, get out there and live your best life now. Oh man. What does it look like to be living your best life? I don't know why I'm so sweaty. I'm so nervous. <laughs> 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 We talk about communication differences between guys and gals. Hint, there's... (laughs) Sorry.